I will say that after we released one pod, piracy did take off again in a big way. It's true. Yeah. Is that our? Is that perhaps our influence? Yeah. Um, you know, I I don't know if you looked at the analytics, but there's a suspicious number of listeners in Yemen. Um, <laughs> a fact that I just made up. So yeah. Honestly, I would love to have a Yemeni listener. I would love yeah. to have the Yemeni restaurant in my neighborhood back on Grubhub so I can order delivery. Yes. Those are not related complaints, but... No, but we, we do need, you know, especially if we can get um, uh, Tim Houthi Chalamet on here. Oh, hell yeah. I mean... I mean, Hassan, Hassan got I, I him, but Hassan he... does have a lot more reach and clout than we do. He has, yeah, he has an insane reach, insane clout. Mm-hmm. What do we got? I speak extremely bad, broken... Levantine Arab, <laughs> Levantine like Lebanese dialect Arabic. We're not we're not going anywhere with this shit. Yeah, well, I mean, between you and Mariawi, I feel like we can we could have. Uh, yeah, the That's two true. of you could could make two it work. Um, I do want to have her on for the for the um for the movie episode uh, for Divine Intervention. Oh, that would be fun. That would be fun. Spring Break, nineteen eighty five. Spring VR on the docket today, which is crazy because I had like three insane, well, three extremely stupid technology mishaps in like the last three days or two days or something. Mm-hmm. I've just been really bad at using phones and TVs, right? That'll happen sometimes. This is, this is inside baseball, but when we were in the like group chat with Tim earlier today, I, at the same time, I was texting my Sarah and I, had written out like a notes app draft of like one of the most insane texts you could send a guy and then also i had a notes app draft of like topics for the pod and guess what i dropped into the podcast group chat baby (laughs) the girl that that was some insight into into katsu's uh inner life yeah and then I decided to send that text unedited because I'm like, fuck it. It's it's in the world now, you know? Right, yeah. I mean, if, if we saw it, that guy should see it. Right. I'm just saying, like, if I'm going to, like, if I'm going to sc- screenshot, uh, like, an insane text message to some dudes, mm-hmm. I may as well send it to all dudes. Fair enough. Yeah. This um, is, like, assuming all, all dudes have telepathy. But anyway, I'm against VR because I'm bad at using my phone. That's where I'm going with this. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm against wearing VR in public because um, it looks stupid. Absolutely. Like it's 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 very cool that they that they're able to that they have enough cameras and sensors that you can that the Vision Pro you you know that you can walk around with it. And um, I saw an unboxing review video for the for the Vision Pro, and the guys you know he plays ping pong. Which is cool. Okay. It's cool that you're able to do to play ping pong in real time with no latency with the VR thing. However, it you looks very stupid <laughs> when you're using it on the train. Yeah. Yeah. So the two like VR guys that got blasted on Twitter, at least the two that I saw, were the guy wearing VR on the train and the guy mm-hmm. wearing VR with his baby. Right? I like, did not see the, the baby one. I saw the I saw the the people. Um, so I got you know I caught a little twelve hour yesterday because this dude I guess got people together to mass report me or something because there's no way just one report of me saying he's gay but you're the one dick riding at an Olympic level is worth catching any kind of ban on Twitter.com, especially Elon Musk's Twitter.com. Because yeah, I feel like I've had people in my like... mentions just straight up calling me a nigger. Uh, and and when when I report them, I get you know we're sorry, but it doesn't look like they violated any rules. And me using the colloquialism, dick writing, is not yeah, it's not a bad and word. Like I I accidentally showed a little bit too much of my personality at work today, like a couple times, hmm. and I got very close to saying 
like straggit, which is what I call like a straight guy that's very gay. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe cut I'm, that I, I listen to Seeking Derangements. I know what that term is. <laughs> but like, I but I was like talking about some some something similar to like the insane text I sent to the podcast group chat. I was also telling mm-hmm. one of my coworkers about it because you know sometimes when you're a deranged woman, you want to hear the opinion of someone who's just a little bit more. Uh, down bad than you you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i was in the process of like getting that having that conversation and we're talking about like some of the men we're friends with and like how some of them are really emotional and some are not and Mm -hmm. i was gonna say yeah but like some of the guys we're friends with are straggits like we got to be honest about that (laughs) (laughs) but i didn't say it i didn't say it the other thing i didn't say at work is Trisha Paytas is having a baby. This is also on the docket, by the way. This is under okay. the the uh, bullet point, King Charles will be dead in three months. Okay, cool. I, um, I'm ready to see how they tie in, but... but okay, uh, so, okay, so Trisha Paytas, do you know who she is? Um, She's like, she is a... Isn't um, she like um, Ethan Klein's sister-in-law? Or is that a different person? I think they're related. I think her and Ethan Klein have like a podcast together. They did. I know that much. Frenemies. Which was Uh, kind of iconic and honestly where I would like this podcast to go, like creative direction wise. mm -hmm. And well, anyway, so she's she had a baby that was born like the same day that Queen Elizabeth died. Mm -hmm. And then she announced her second pregnancy, a boy this time. Mm -hmm. Okay, a boy this time. And guess who's got cancer? King Charles. King Charles, baby, he's got three months to live. We're going to see another Paytas, baby. She's got, you know, she was, she's probably, she's like a decent way into her pregnancy. So she's probably got three, four months to go. So does King Charles. (laughs) Hey, yeah. Oh, man. But the thing that I stopped, I did gossip about this at my job. The thing I stopped Mm -hmm. myself from saying, so she plans on naming her baby Elvis. And I stopped myself from saying, it's really cool that she's, bringing naming your baby elvis into the white community you know because that's a very latino thing i guess yeah yeah at least no, in, in more recent years uh yeah there was one yeah. very famous white guy named elvis well okay but now see white people are kind of inherently pussies so they're afraid to name their children after history's greats and that's mm-hmm. why every time you meet an elvis a jesus or a caesar that's a latino man that's true. Yeah. Okay. And it's because L- like, Latinos believe in nominative determinism. A hundred percent. They do. They absolutely do. They're like, I want my son to be one of the greats. Meanwhile, white people, they're like, that name's out for history. Okay. Except for Alexander, even though he was the great. That Actually, one's that yeah, one is stuck Alexander's around. Alexander's still a good one. Alexander, talk about a straggit. <laughs> <laughs> Fellas, is it gay to look on your works in despair? Well, no, he was gay. I know, I but know, I was... I don't even think he did a straight thing. <laughs> this was... Okay. I mean, that's that's I don't know. a nothing. Um, I would... Okay. But, like... Ugh, I am not on top of it today. I almost... I almost said... Uh, I almost said a Latino joke at work. And here I am yeah. fumbling over my straggits. Mm. Also, I was in the way... Wait, Alexander the Great uh, had three wives. Yeah, but he was gay. I'm he not had... saying that he didn't fuck dudes. I'm <laughs> saying he had three wives. All right. Yeah. His, his dude fucking guys, bona fides are not in, are not in question some, here. Some gay guys have one to three wives. Right. Maybe even more, depending on you know if you're Mormon. Yeah. Oh my God. There's imagine that would actually kind of rock to be like the sister wife of like a really gay guy. That's that's just a real like every day is a brunch situation, you know. Or or if uh, just hanging out. Or if one gay dude married like six lesbians. Oh yeah, like the ultimate lavender marriage. Yeah, it's like a, right. a lavender field. Yeah, we gotta get that. We gotta get that. Who wants to do that with me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like honestly, DMs are open if you want to have like a like a Mormon marriage with me and like six other women and you're a gay guy that's honestly kind of an ideal arrangement hey 
staying at your dress cause it's see-through Yeah, talking all the shit that you done been through Yeah, say that you a lesbian, girl, me too Hey, girls want girls where I'm from hey, So there is lesbian drama on TikTok right now that you don't know oh, about, I think So it's there's this girl that mm-hmm. uh, who's a straight woman And she went to Cubby Hole with her straight male friend Okay And complained about him getting treated badly Okay I've never been to Cubbyhole because I feel like it is not a space for cis straight men. It's not. It's not. And I don't have to go everywhere. Yeah. And here's the thing. If you're like a a guy or like a straight person and you're going to a lesbian, it's, it's a numbers game, right? Like mm-hmm. if you're a straight guy and you're hanging out with like six lesbians in a Lavender Fields marriage situation and also you're all Mormon married... Yeah, right. you're totally welcome to come hang out at like Cubbyhole or what mm-hmm. have you. Right. But if you're, but from the sounds of it, it sounds like the group dynamic was one lesbian, one straight guy, and one straight girl. Yeah. Yeah. That's, there's a reason that, you know, when you go to a wedding, you get a plus one, not a plus two. Exactly. You know? You know, and that's so kind you can't, of how you it can't is. bring too many people from outside the community into the community. Right. Um, you're gonna fuck the vibes up, especially Absolutely. in especially in a lesbian bar type situation. Like if mm-hmm. you're a straight guy in a lesbian bar, I mean there might be some bi girls there. You might actually end up getting lucky. And when I say lucky, I mean fucking lotto style. But yeah, for the most part, you're just going to be perceived as a guy who's kind of around, looking in the wrong place. Yeah, kind of creepy. Yeah, it's even if you don't mean it's... to be. That's just how that's just how you're gonna come across. Right. Okay, honestly, if if you're, I don't want to be biphobic. Like I'm mm-hmm. part of that team, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're a bisexual girl and you fuck a straight guy at that you met at a lesbian bar, go to hell. <laughs> honestly, honestly, go to hell. Like I, I hate that. That's like such, because you you meet bi girls all the time, who are like, oh, I like all women and four men, and like they all have like identical boyfriends you know yeah i mean i feel i feel like people people who it's a protest too much type thing people who say that tend to have boyfriends right and honestly many such cases i think for me being bisexual has really made me reckon with the fact that i actually like men and i like i like hanging i think do drop you know because yeah i'm i'm not like biologically forced to spend time with men but I still do. So so it's like, oh, this is something right. that I actually enjoy, right? Right. You know, sometimes sometimes we like boys' night things. You know, we like cracking yeah. open a cold one. We like I the love grill. cracking open a cold one. I love... And, some, and sometimes you know, we like the girls' night things. We like a good face mask. We, we love like, to lounge. Uh, right. I love lounging. Lounging is one of my favorite activities. Pampering myself? Ugh. Why do you think my skin's so clear? Why do you think I look so young at 35 years old? See, because well, I, I'm in touch with that side crack? of my being. <laughs> but also, I'm like, I kind of need Travis Kelsey's like fat idiot brother, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of need him a little bit. That's how I feel. <laughs> like, yeah. I think he, like, in a dude's rock kind of way. Yeah, anyway. like, he needs, to, he needs to be part of the posse. But that's that's the internet drama right now. Is this is this lesbian? I, I say it's the internet drama. It's probably being like very forcefully fed into my algorithm. This is also like there are so, you know, I do feel for the like gay guys that have bachelorette parties go to their bars. Yeah. Um, I oh, do. God, yeah. But I feel like it's even more insane to like go to a lesbian bar as a straight guy. Yes. Because. First of all, lesbian bars, they're few, they're far between, they're kind of small. They don't have, like, you know, they're not having a event that you might want to go to to get sexy with your boys. Like, right. um, like a gay bar might have a male strip show or, like, a drag show. And both of those are very fun for a mm-hmm. bachelorette party, right? Right. But meanwhile, a lesbian bar is usually... Like borderline divey. Maybe there's a dance floor. Yeah. You know? And what you've mostly got is 
like hey mamas type lesbians right mm -hmm. because any any of the lesbian like you know there are straight guys that are into that though there are straight guys that like kind of like a hey mama's girl and i and i feel bad for them because they're not getting anywhere in life you know so what what do you mean by a hey mama's girl like like kind of a like kind of a toxic butch or stud you okay. know what i mean right. okay mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. like that that kind of lesbian woman okay yeah, it, I, is colloquially it. known as a hey mama's lesbian okay um and that's first of all if i'm dating a lesbian especially a toxic one hey mama's all the way okay that's the all kind right. of toxic lesbian i want because because if i i don't i think i would rather um like remove two to three fingers then date like the other kind of really toxic lesbian which is like the like small bean type oh god you know? kill me to yeah death. right so in the in the in the gay woman community you're you're gonna find a lot of those two types of women just uh like gaslighting you you know like th those are the yeah. women that will gaslight you honestly regardless of orientation i'm i'm, I'm done with small beans I only I large beans from, from now on the small bean uh, shit it's over we're done we're yeah. done with that shit that might be a little dated i'm sure like gen z says something different but i mean whatever their version of it is that whole the, the right like, the i've heard the term the uwu uh, yeah no i've heard yeah. the term tender queer thrown around yes i've heard that term as well yeah um but i'm talking in general you know gay straight mm -hmm. bi yeah. cis trans and be whoever the fuck you yeah. are we're done with that shit we're done with that shit it's it's deeply obnoxious you know right and also like i said like these these are latoxicus like these are the toxic women mm -hmm. I, I love that the, there's that car on your block that has the fucking toxic sticker on it. I, yeah, that's, I put that, no, I didn't put that there, but that is, <laughs> that is a most likely man after my own heart or woman. I don't know why I'm prejudging. No, it's, it's, def it's definitely a woman. It has I, her name on it too. Oh, like, right. Yeah. Oh, okay. I am stupid. I just mail coded the behavior of putting stickers on your car, even though I think that's kind of girly, actually. I take that back. That's a woman thing. <laughs> that's a woman thing. Ugh, man. What else is going on online? Oh, do you want to hear my take about the Ben Shapiro rap situation? Sure. That I like. Okay. So Ben Shapiro, right? He's been c complaining about rap music for like the past decade. Like that's mm -hmm. been a big part of his shtick. Okay. Yeah. It's, like a bit, like even early Ben Shapiro, his brand was like, "Rap isn't music," and I know because I was a child violin. Um, hypothetically, rock. rap is crap, and um, uh, it's not real music, and um, you know, only music made by white people with instruments is music. Right, that's his whole shtick. And yeah. I think ten years ago, he really believed that, right? Yeah, I, th I think honestly, I kind of think he still does. No, I don't. Here's what I think. I think 10 years ago, he was speaking from the heart. He really thought rap was crap. He, you know, thought it was hack, not real music, didn't get it. Yeah. But he has been listening to rap music for the last 10 mm -hmm. fucking years to complain about it. And That's I think true. over that time, he has gained an appreciation for rap music. I think he's like, like he kind of, he didn't get it at first and now he kind of does. And I think this okay. is really obvious in his video where he's complaining about Pound Town 2 by Sexy Red. Which is the, <laughs> is the I've song. I've not seen this video. I don't, I don't okay. keep up with him. He's like, he sounds like a school shooter from a movie about cartoon squirrels. Well, I, I do because um, he keeps asking me for feet pics. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's no, got okay. to stop that. He's got to stop that. But so I do be going to his page sometimes to yell at him. But but I think that honestly just makes the like asking for feedback problem worse, you know? Yeah, I think um, he likes to be yelled at. He may, he may he have probably, a humiliation finish a little bit. He probably does. I mean, part of me like, his wife's a doctor. She seems like she would yell at him. Um, probably. Honestly, like if your wife's a doctor and you make little internet videos, you might have a humiliation fetish. Yeah. Um, 
If I marry a doctor, delete this. Anyway. <laughs> but Ben Shapiro has been listening to rap music for the past 10 years. And then in the Pound Town 2 video, he's, you know, talking about how, like, horrible and scandalous these lyrics are and how they're corrupting the children. And he's, like, visibly trying to stop himself from laughing because he mm-hmm. he actually gets it, you know? It's not that he doesn't right. get the joke. He understands that the lyrics, I'm out of town, thugging with my rounds, my coochie pink, my booty hole brown, are supposed <laughs> to be funny. They're supposed yeah. to be funny. Yeah. And, he, I mean, and you can you see know. it in his face that he's like trying to stop himself from laughing and be like, and this is a serious problem for our youth, actually. Um, right. But yeah, it, 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 it's like, it's the same impulse that made people. Um, criticized South Park in the early days before they, you know, started getting too political, which, you know, is more annoying than anything else, honestly. Ooh, Especially because, like... A little bit for me. Okay. Okay, so, so Ben Shapiro, he's starting to gain a real appreciation for rap. And what does he do? Does he back off and be like, hey, I'm sorry I was racist? No! Instead, he's realizing, like, oh, wait... Some of these rappers suck. Some of them are heinous people. Yeah. I'm a hate. First of all, the real reason he can't back down on anything is because this is his fucking job, right? Yeah. Like, you can't, if as a take haver, it's really hard to be like, no, actually, my, my take that I got all these followers from and made all this money it was actually, like, wrong and racist and I have to worry about, like, work on that. Mm-hmm. No, instead, he's like, wait, you could actually be, like, deeply horrific and prejudiced and like rap music. Yeah, Nicki yeah. Minaj. I've learned a lesson, just not the correct one. Not the correct one. So that's so that's why he's, like, doing these little, like, like white boy alt-right rap song. And, like, he's like, yeah. actually, Nicki Minaj is cool now. As if she mm. was, as if she wasn't like she. She does that like dirty girl strip club rap that he. That's the bane of his existence, you know. Right, but not. But they like each other now, so. Sure, because he needs like a that, horrific. That was the that was the more unexpected part was um was her posting about him and yeah. liking what he said on the song. That was. I mean, I don't think, I. <laughs> Did Ben Shapiro have anything to say about Anaconda? I don't that... know. I mean, maybe. Because I feel like, I think this was, you know, I think he really, his his thing used to just be all rap is bad, not like this specific song is bad, right? Right. So I don't think there's a, there really should be a video of him going like, and my Anaconda don't want none unless you've got buns hunt, right? Like that would rock. Yeah, it, it, was, it wasn't um, a wet ass P word. Um, yeah, that's when, when, he, when that went Troy. viral. He was, uh, he saw the potential in doing it song by song, right? And also, but like, he maybe said something about Anaconda because Anaconda was one of those songs that was like all of the think pieces, all of the think piece girlies really popped out for Anaconda, mm-hmm. which man, fucking losers up in here. Also, mm-hmm. I want like deeper cuts on the dirty girl like rap hater train you know like yeah like like we need some miss sasha think pieces all right get it together man i don't even think there are city girls think pieces and they're like you know their Mm -hmm. album was called real ass whores excellent (laughs) album title by the way excellent album title we love city girls on this pod that's a good one Ugh. What else is on the docket? Yeah, what else? What else Azalea, do we have? Is, I mean, while we're talking about the rap girls, Azalea Banks weighed in on the Nikki Megan beef. Yeah. And you well, know, I also, side, side note before we get to Azalea Banks, um, surely very interesting uh, take on this. Um, I I thought it was in, like the, the whole Megan's Law line. Yeah. Um, that. Apparently, Megan said she wasn't even talking about Nikki. And Nikki just jumped in because yeah. she, she was talking shit about her husband. That song um, is very much... I've heard it that it's most likely about Drake. Yeah, and apparently he also got mad. 
a lot of hit dogs hollering uh, about that Megan's right. Law line. And then the guy, the guy whose daughter was Megan of Megan's Law, got mm-hmm. upset. And it's like, why are you getting upset? She's talking. She's not be, like making light of it. She's talking about someone. You know, whatever person she's talking about, may you know may or may not allegedly have done some kind of sex crime. So, yeah, I mean. Look, I'm ready to believe any Drake allegations at this point. Sorry. He's got the, he's got the, I, you know, his DMs don't check out. I would, I would not be surprised if his hard drive also does not check out. Let's just say that. The Meg, I mean, why, and honestly, here's the thing. There's so many lines. Why can't Drake get upset at a funnier one? That's more obviously about him when she, like, Yells at him for having a fake ass accent. Mm-hmm. Now that would have been some funny beef, right? Like there's a yeah, better and, uh, world honestly, out Drake there. Honestly, Drake has had exactly one good beef, and that was the Meek Mill one. Yeah, that was a really good beef. Oh, I was yeah. in Philly back for to that. Back that was awesome. Was, back to back was a certified banger. Yeah, it was very fun living in Philly for the Meek Mill Drake beef. Um, oh yeah, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, the whole city had to side with Meek, obviously. Mm-hmm. Obviously, but it would have been it would have been really funny if he was like, "Uh, I'm a rapist. Don't know about that, but this accent is real, baby. <laughs> <laughs> this is a real Canadian patois." I mean, it is for some uh, people, not, maybe not for him. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that would have been so cool of Drake if he did that. Maybe would have yeah. made uh- me. Maybe would have maybe not come on my podcast and be like, he's probably a rapist. I believe it. <laughs> uh, also, the you know, speaking of Canadian patois, I still love the video of the late Rob Ford on crack at a chicken restaurant at three in the morning, speaking flawless patois. That man was the mayor of Toronto. Excellent. Oh, he's okay, the mayor so of Toronto maybe, at that time. Maybe, Maybe that's where Drake got it. Maybe it is real. Okay. Maybe I'm Team Drake. I'm not. I, I mean, there's a lot of um, you know, there's a lot of Canadians who, who speak like that, but I, I think so the the most important lesson that we can get from Drake is that uh, we all need a one dance. We do need a one dance. I really need a one dance. It's been it's been way so long since I've had a one dance. It, yeah. Do we um, have anything to say about the Grammys? I have very little to say about the Grammys. I, I, yeah, I have a few thoughts, but none of them are that, that deep, or unique. So yeah, I so every time Beyonce makes a public appearance, I'm tempted to like bring out my big Beyonce conspiracy. I think she is like perma stoned. Oh, like okay. I think Beyonce. Oh, that's gonna be something more controversial. Secret... Than that. Yeah, that that makes sense. No, I think she's like a massive all day, every day level smoker, and that's why she don't be talking. You know, it could be. Uh, she's... It could be. I think I think she's just a massive smoker. I think. Uh, I think this because you know, if you watch like old, like Destiny's Child interviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beyonce it seems kind of zooted in all of them, you know. <laughs> and even like I recently, I recently rewatched the Austin Powers movie that mm-hmm. uh, that Beyonce is in, Gold Member. And oh yeah. my god, she seems she's kind of great. Actually, it's kind of a really charming performance. She seems zooted the entire time, mm. the whole time. She's just kind of like, hey, oh, nice job, Austin nice you know <laughs> that's her whole vibe um it works for the movie right like you know the whole the whole joke of the austin powers movies is like why are these women with him but mm-hmm. in gold member you're like oh she's stoned she's just goofy yeah. those two things go together very well stoned and goofy yeah that is that is my beyonce conspiracy theory i think she's perma stoned and has been since she was like 19 years old I love the conspiracy theory. The conspiracy but she can't come about out about that because, like, if that's not her image. Yeah. What are they? I mean, I'm sure they're racist. Um. So there's there's a couple of them, and this this is gonna be really interesting to edit because I think you're on a little bit of a delay. Mm-hmm. Um. But we'll figure it out. I've, I've edited you know this before. But so um, there's a couple of different conspiracy theories, 
conspiracy theories about Blue Ivy. One of them is that she is the Blueprint 4. Blue Ivy. And that folds into the conspiracy theories that Jay-Z's Blueprint albums, uh, the first one of which was released on 9-11-01, the 9-11. There's the theories that that basically Mm -hmm. the, the albums lay out the blueprint for the Illuminati's new world order. And the whole thing is that they have to, according to these, you know, conspiracy theories, which are very real, of course. um, The Illuminati has to, as part of their devil magic, they have to say out loud what they're going to do before they do it, or they can't get the magic to do it. uh, And they have to say it to as many people as possible to get extra magic. So okay. by putting out a very popular series of rap albums, that's that how like they get whole... enough devil magic to do like... the plans. Uh, and and mm-hmm. Blue Ivy is the blueprint for, she's the fourth part of laying out the plans. She is herself, you know, the, you know, the, the last quarter of the plan. So she's gonna like rule the world someday. She's maybe the how Antichrist like the or something four- Antichrist we- adjacent. Okay. So first of all, a lot of holes in this theory. I, first of all, it would actually make a pretty solid like YA plot, you know? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Like you're an up and coming musician, and you find out that like uh, you can get more powerful using devil magic, right? Mm-hmm. Like that would you know that would be pretty cool, like like a, a Faustian bargain situation, but for the youth, right? Right. Yeah. You make a pact, pact with the devil to become like a successful rapper. And then in the end, like curse a bunch of people and he kills you. And, you know, and, and you learn about that. Yeah. Not a horrible, like 10 things I hate about you converting classic literature into like something for the teens movie. Plot, well, the, the right? piece of classic literature you'd be converting is, the 2001 Josie and the Pussycats live action film, because it's basically the plot of that, but with devil magic involved. Okay. Um, yeah, for a gay woman, it's weird that I haven't seen that movie, but. Oh my God, I it's so it. good. Yeah, it really seems like the kind of thing I would like. Maybe let's do a movie episode about that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm down. That would be a very goofy movie episode choice. Yes. Um, but, okay, so. Here's the thing. If you're really writing a conspiracy that detailed, why not just write a YA at that point, right? Yeah. Like, and, and you know, if you genuinely believe it, you can just say, like, well, this was my attempt to get it out in the world, to do counter magic. I'm trying to do God magic to fight their devil magic. And right. God will only help me if I Exa- say it yeah. out loud, too. This is how, this is how um, deities work, is you have to say what you're going to do I mean, before you do it. Yeah, but like a really a really simple but ridiculous rule like that is actually great for fiction. Like yes. I love that kind of like like here's the premise. Yes, it's ridiculous, but if you buy into it at the start, all of the character motivations make sense. I think that's kind of a great way to write a story. Um, yes, I know, I know, I know. A lot. I know what I'm about to say is bad, but like all of the better Woody Allen movies are basically that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I mean, they they uh, especially after a certain age, they are basically just fantasy movies. Right. And he made fantasy movies because at a certain point he got bored of saying out loud to the world, "I am a pedophile and I am going to do pedophilia." Right. Which exactly. which actually is the the. Jay-Z, Ivy conspiracy. Okay, why is it a four-part plan? Why, why so, is it, yeah. oh, this plan has to be four parts? And why are the first three parts albums and the last one a child? There's no... That's, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It doesn't um, make sense at all. I would I would completely believe that they named her Blue after the album Blue. Like, that that makes sense to me. I think that's kind of cute, actually. Right, like um, no, like that 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 part I, where it's I don't like, know like it's, it's lore, symbolic of her but... being like his fourth masterpiece. That that okay, sure. Like if he's like, okay, the Blueprint series, that's my best work, and she is the greatest of the great works, right? Right. Like, 
but that doesn't mean that she's yeah. uh, going to be the ruler of the world. Right. The um, other theory about her is that her name is an acronym. And this one, I'm going to warn you, is dumber. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay, her but name... hear me out. Her, her having a really stupid-ass meaning behind her name might fit in with my Beyonce is Permastone conspiracy theory. Yeah, uh, fair. But the acronym is supposedly Born Living Under Evil, okay. Illuminati's Very Youngest. Okay, um, <laughs> I feel like they could have made that a better sentence. Yes, um, the funniest part about it to me is the Illuminati's very youngest. Because right. that means that Kanye's kids, out. Okay. They didn't, they didn't get membership. Jay-Z's later kids, out. She's the very youngest, you know. That would be horrible for a sibling rivalry. I wouldn't do that to my kids. I would let them all be in the Illuminati. Right. <laughs> but mom, no, take your little brother to the Illuminati meeting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then they'd be like, I don't want to do Illuminati. I want to do Girl Scouts. And I'd have to be like, well, honey, it's our culture that we do the Illuminati. And yeah. when you grow now, up, get your you goat sacrificing you knife and get in the car. Yeah. But you know it that, but that is true. Like you, like there's there. People like to debate like how old is a kid allowed to choose to like not want to be a part of their parents' religion? Because at a certain point, like yeah, it is valid, I guess, to share your culture with your kids. But at a certain point, they have their own opinions. So honestly, you know, it's a completely different case if my kid is like eight years old, being like, and I don't want to go to Illuminati today, versus if they're like you know, maybe 14, 15, and they're like, hey, mom, I just I just don't think I believe in the Illuminati. And then I would have to be like, you know, I trust your judgment. Right. But please come on Christmas and Easter. <laughs> or whatever the equivalent is, you know. Yeah. Come, yeah, come on, come on Halloween and... Uh, right. Um, Bo uh, Bohemian Grove Day. Right. You gotta come for like a uh, Made in America festival, and yes, like yeah, December fourth, Jay Z's birthday. And December fourth, Jay Z's birthday. Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't know he was a stag. Yep. I don't know what I'm. I don't uh, know what I'm gonna do with that information, but okay, man. Yeah, I you know very. Are there any uh, conspiracy theories about the fact that Beyonce's twins are Gemini's? Because that's kind of crazy, right? Yeah. Four of them. It's nuts. Uh, I wonder I wonder if that means there's some Haitian in there. Because every fucking Haitian... I mean, no, obviously that's stupid. But every Haitian I know is fucking Gemini, pretty much. It's crazy. They're... You know, they do... Yeah, it's true. Every Haitian's a Gemini. That my, is, like... Like, both of my grandparents, several cousins, Dimitri. Dimitri, yeah, that's who I'm thinking of. Mm -hmm. but yeah there has to be something going on there yeah but i have no idea what it is but you know beyonce could be a little bit maybe you know maybe that's why she had gemini twins that's like yeah a thing possibly they that's do I, they do say gemini. twins are sometimes like running running families so yeah well I also i feel like that. that disproves the uh illuminati's very youngest thing because there's no way they're gonna have a pair of gemini twins and not have them be in the illuminati that'd be silly right like honestly that does feel like kind of like a spooky scary thing i would want my kids to be in the illuminati obviously right. i would want my kids to be illuminati because i want to share my culture with them as previously stated right and make sure that you know that they can get into all the good schools and you know right you don't want them to go I mean, to public school while your kids well, the rest of your kids go to Secret like, Illuminati Academy. I hate to say it, but like if we're if we're really doing this with like the celeb kids, I feel like you could make a pretty good case for North being in the Illuminati. Mm hmm. Northwest. Yeah. And not just because she kind of looks and acts like her father, but mm -hmm. uh, mostly because she had like a hunting themed sleepover that looked really creepy for one of her birthdays. <laughs> And I hate that I'm so tapped into celebrity culture that I know that. But I do. Yeah, I, I have did. no idea. I, also, I don't know what any child has done for their birthday party uh, in many years. It was like a Kardashian thing. 
you know? Yeah. And he- here's the thing. If you want to be, like, an Illuminati conspiracist and also, like, a Kanye secretly based and good guy, mm-hmm. one of the reasons that Kim really fought Kanye custody-wise is because she wanted to keep the kids in the good school that they were going to and not mm-hmm. uh, send them to Kanye's experimental school that he was starting. Right. So if you want to go there, he, here's some conspiracy theories if you're, like, shopping. Uh, listener. Mm-hmm. Kanye wanted to take the kids out of the Illuminati and into the word of God, but evil Kim would not let him. She is like, no, you cannot have custody. We have to keep sending our kids to Illuminati school. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, there's something. All right. All right. All right. I catch you thrown at me. I work and work till I'm half dead, and I hear people saying she's getting old. And what do I get? Another little reverb. Let's do this for these babies. Mercedes, truck, fuck, houses on acres. And like I've been I've been FaceTiming my my parents. Which I didn't used to do because like they didn't know that you could do that on an Android, you know? Yeah. But now that my dad has left the country, it's a whole new world for him. We're we're video mm-hmm. conferencing now. And it's kind of rough because one time he called and I was wearing my Truanon Bushton 9-11 shirt. Mm-hmm. We could have had a regular conversation. <laughs> and we still did until mm-hmm. in the middle he just says, and by the way, Katu, Bush did not do 9-11. And then I have to... <laughs> bring out like the literal most obnoxious thing that I genuinely believe and mm. will bring up when people, when I wear that shirt, cause people sometimes ask, I'll be like, okay, it depends what you consider doing nine 11. Like, was he flying the planes? Obviously not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, it, it, and that's like, that's my weirdo shit. That's my Illuminati. Yeah. Uh, I mean, honestly, honestly, I feel like if you listen to to the um the newest season of Blowback, um Yeah, which I have. Yeah. Good, it's good pod. Really good. It's really good. We're but, we're clearly real podcast heads over here. Yeah, I'm I'm slowly becoming one. I actually don't listen to that many podcasts, but um I listen to Blowback, Chapo, Seeking Derangements, Guys, and the POD cast, and sometimes Pod About List. That's it. I, you know, I actually listen to a lot of podcasts. I, uh, and I listen to a lot of different types of podcasts. I hate to say it, but I really am a fan of the genre. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's, I think it's good. Now, mind you, I was raised in like an NPR household. Mm-hmm. So background uh, monotone talking is, is something that I uh, am very much used to. And I think helps me like focus and, and I, you know, I listen to podcasts essentially nonstop while I'm at work. And I know, you know, other people have hard times doing that. But to me, it gets me locked in, baby. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, I can't see. uh, I can't really focus. I can't, like, I can't. I physically can't focus my eyes on a spreadsheet unless I got some dude in my ear, uh, like, I don't know, complaining. (laughs) Not in real life. If that happened in real life, I'd probably kick somebody. But podcastually, I do like that. But yeah. I mean, my favorite podcast as of right now is the Dear Prudence podcast. Oh uh, yeah, you were telling me about that. With, I'm obsessed with it. I love yeah. it. I our, our complete, um, our complete the leader. current the the current Dear Prudence is kind of like poorly rated. Like I think a lot of people that are longtime fans don't like her. Mm-hmm. I love her. Yeah. Because she's kind of mean to the people that write in. And she should be. Yeah. Yeah. Most people who write into advice columns are freaks. Yeah. Because if they weren't freaks, they would just talk to a friend about this. I kind of feel the same way about Reddit. Like, I famously say, and uh, if you have a podcast where you read Reddit posts, please invite me on. I love doing those. But if... 
if you're posting to say r slash relationships or any of those type of subreddits just leave them and not even because like what they necessarily did is so bad but if you're motivated to go to reddit about it it's clearly bothering you so much that it's essentially a deal breaker yes you know 100 percent also, if you want to, if you want to do a, like, a, re- a reading, reading Reddit like you, stuff, you've got to uh, be able to let shit go. There is. Dignify, dignify AI. Dignify AI. Now that's a creative idea. Um. Why? So, I mean, what, what is this for, right? So it's, it's one of those things where I feel like, I feel like there's a lot of, of internet cultures, especially like incel adjacent ones, ones that have spawned from, from the chans that are based on people talking themselves into something. Like they have a group of people reinforcing a stupid idea until it becomes a thing. So they're, they, you know, there are these, uh, incels and incel adjacent dudes you know trad guys and all this shit yeah like you know the people who think that all women in modern day are decadent sluts or whatever and okay yeah like i'm aware of the type we're gonna cover i'm I'm like i'm like an actual trad cath like if you go back like several hundred years i'm a trad cath Mm -hmm. i'm a trad cath but like the kind of trad cath that existed like maybe 500 years ago where I haven't read the Bible. Uh, my beliefs are kind of esoteric, like 9-11 related. And uh, I most most of what I do traditionally is just uh, talk to my mother a lot and uh, make mm. various stews. That's pretty Catholic, I think. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, but anyway, here's what I think of the Dignify dignify AI is it reminds me of something that the Mormons have called VidAngel and VidAngel is a uh, streaming service pirating service I think where they uh, show you movies without the sex scenes huh so something for, for they, Mormons and Zoomers for Mormons and Zo- honestly Zoomers need to stop complaining if they're serious about not wanting to see sex scenes. Get your ass on VidAngel. Okay? Get your ass to Salt Lake City and become a Mormon. I I could go on this rant. And I might, if we have time. Get your ass to Salt Lake City. Nobody wants to get their ass to Salt Lake City and become a Mormon anymore. Okay? Everyone wants to stop drinking, only drink soda, Ooh, and, and hate on sex scenes in movies and have multiple partners. Get your ass to Utah. <laughs> uh, okay, but Dignify The dream of the Zoomer that. is alive in Utah. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. There, you would have a reason to be like, oh, I want to watch Oppenheimer, but I'm not allowed to see a titty, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's a thought that I could imagine someone thinking. Now, by the way, I stand with Killian Murphy. That sex scene was necessary, even though it was insane. It was, you know. I've not seen it yet. It was a part but... of the film. And can I give you a spoiler for the Oppenheimer sex scene? Yeah, sure. Give me one second. I'm grabbing my water, but yes. Okay. So if you don't want to hear spoilers for Oppenheimer, just hit your like little 15 second ahead button, do it like two times and you're good. Okay. So in the Oppenheimer sex scene, uh, he says, I am death. I have become death destroyer of worlds while he is fucking Florence Pugh. Way before he gets started working on the bomb. You know, like, before, I think, before he's even married, he's dating Gene Tatlock, who is played by Florence Pugh. And when they, and in their first sex scene, when they were, like, first hooking up, he says to her, I have become death destroyer of worlds. Like. That's amazing. Sexual style. And when I tell you, I bust out laughing 
I'm oh, yeah. out like, laughing. That is in that movie theater where everyone's that like being very like, funny serious. It it was hilarious. It was so mm-hmm. funny. Uh, and nobody in that theater understood me. It was just like me and my little group of friends just har har har. Yeah. It was pretty fabulous. Anyway. Uh, so I get why people would not want to watch, would want to watch Oppenheimer, but like they're Mormon, right? And, and what situation are you so religious, but you're still following these goddamn (laughs) e-girls? You know, that's my problem. Look, many such cases. There was, there was the guy who, um, who got run off Twitter the other day. He was the main character the other day, uh, when he was talking about. Yeah, he was basically just calling modern women sluts or whatever, and then yeah. he got this. He got this youed into oblivion. Um, oh, because he was following a bunch of these bitches. But that's that, you know, that's and, the thing. and because of he was calling all you know, he was basically calling all modern women sluts, and then he got this youed into oblivion because they went, they saw his likes, they saw his follows, they saw him posting on Maine being horny, was being horny on Maine. Uh, they saw him sending DMs, all this shit, and you know, just th- a thousand this use until he uh, private it. I think I think he may have deleted since then. Okay, first of all, good for him for getting offline, um, and also, but that's, this is why I don't get dignify because the kind of dude that says they want dignify doesn't. They don't. All right, because no, the Madonna whore guys. They need a whore. They want a whore. They want to see titties and asses, right? Like, they want all of that. Uh, and without the whore, there is no Madonna. So, right. So, why would you, again, why would you want Dignify? If, if there are no sluts and whores, we're all sluts, you know? Yeah, if, if there's no contrast, we're all one thing. Right. And that's why, like, and you even see this, like, not to harp on the Mormons too much, but you see this in Mormon culture, like, where um, really open displays of sexuality are less and less available. Oh, now a shoulder is sexual. Now a knee is sexual. Mm -hmm. And then as you get really fundamentalist, it's like, oh, that color is sexual, that fabric. While you're wearing Mm -hmm. a shiny fabric, you're trying to draw people's eye to you, even if you're fully covered. So... You know, that that's the thing with these virgin whore complex guys. You need a whore. They should be celebrating the whores. They should be, honestly, they should go and they should just tip all of these OnlyFans girls. Because their ideology just spirals without them. They should be just just showering them with gifts because mm-hmm. the virgin whore... Co- honestly, I'm, I'm joking. They should not interact with these women because it would be awful for the women involved. But... You know. No, the only thing they should interact with is You don't um, want Dignify. If you think you want Dignify Or a rope. Yeah. Maybe if you maybe, think you maybe want a closed dignify, garage and a car. What you really want is Vid Angel. Okay? okay. Yeah. Go on Vid Angel, watch the clean cut of Saving Private Ryan, and mm. leave these working women alone. Yeah. Um, but they're not even just there doing are it no to, to OnlyFans the girls. They're also voice. doing it to um, regular ass internet women who posted like a picture in a bikini or something, uh, or like a low cut top. Um, for example, acquaintance of the pod, uh, Meg Bitchell. Um, oh yeah, I saw, I saw that one. <laughs> <laughs> they 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 did. But again, it's like it's whatever you consider a slut or a whore. Huh. You know, it's whatever you it's whatever you consider a slut or a whore, and for them, right. clearly posting a bikini photo is a slut whore behavior. Right, and so they have her instead uh, cooking food on a grill with a little ghost friend that looks kind of like uh, a sun bleached version of Juniper's uh, a- or, uh, avatar. In- incredible! Um, I said that was actually like a surprisingly cute one. The other mm-hmm. one that's been going big is the one that Ian Miles Chong posted of. Oh, uh, the tattoos removed. Yeah. Right, right. No, no, the, not the, so. He posted another one, and it's a woman who's like kind of thick, mm-hmm. uh, and they t- they keep her head the same size, but they make her body very thin, and it's terrifying. Like she looks like a bobblehead, 
okay, and then she's surrounded to, by to... children and like where where her like butt cheek and her like titty was is now like a child's head and it's and seeing the proportions next to each other is insane because like in your head you're thinking like okay if she has this size head she would have this wide chest this wide hips but instead, mm-hmm. she has, like, these little skinny, tiny proportions, and then there are just big-ass child heads where her titties and ass should be. Terrifying. I'm trying to find it, because I have what? no idea. This man posts a lot. Yeah, he does. Um, I mean, it's, like, he's, like, posted himself. He should be an American citizen, okay? We should give citizenship yeah. to Ian Miles Chong, who has never left Malaysia. Because he's, like, yeah, so successfully posted himself across the world and into the brain of, like, a dumbass American. Because he never once posts about, like, what things are like in Malaysia. Right. It, and it, you know, he always... It's, it's always funny when he talks about uh, policies in America and says we and shit. It's like, yeah, motherfucker, who's we? You don't even go here. Exactly. But he is so, like, I hate to say it, like, he is so good at it. And he is, like, so representative of a certain type of guy. And that's why he comes up again and again and again. Even if you, like, I don't want to see his posts, but I still do, you know? And it's because he's, like, perfectly transplanted his brain into, like, the American dumbass brain, you know? And that's why he deserves citizenship. Yes, I, I see. I see the one you're talking about. Okay, you, you're well, looking I, at I think, it. I think there has to be another one because, like, the proportions are a little weird. But no, it has to be different because this is a, a thin girl. You said it was a thick girl. This girl. It was. Thick. It was okay. I say thick. She wasn't like super big. It's. it's no, just, this girl's not uh, thick at all. This. It's. This, okay. It's, it has to be. It's. It's. Sh- it's just shocking how much smaller they make her body and then keep her head the same size. You know, yeah, th- that's that's not the case in the one I'm looking at. Like, the one I'm looking at, her arms actually look thicker. And I, you know what? I should have posted something about that because nobody was talking about that. Everyone's like, oh, it's weird that they turned her butt into a child. You know, that kind of is like a true dignified eye, right? Because if you're trying to like make an e girl look uh, more trad, like it is very trad to have like some like knead and bread arm muscle, you know? Yes. Absolutely. Some like great British Bake Off style, really, really knows how to get into that dough type of upper arm strength. E girls don't have that because they're just like getting DoorDash. Yeah, that's true. It's true. We we are we are getting softer as a as a society because everything is brought to us directly, and most people are driving around in cars instead of walking anywhere. But exactly. At the same time. Um, so even like. So yeah, an e-girl just isn't gonna have isn't gonna have that upper arm strength most likely, unless she's like a muscle mommy type. And then, Whoa. you know, I think Dignify might have been the last thing on our docket because we talked about VR headsets. Oh, mm-hmm. you know what? I didn't actually finish talking about VR headsets because I made that about like me being insane at texting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need like a new Emily post, right? Because I just mm-hmm. feel like. Nobody knows how to act anymore. Nobody knows what manners are anymore. And also there's like some new situations. Like one thing I think could really use some like clarification, perhaps a book written about it is like roommate etiquette. Cause people are now living with non-family member roommates for larger and larger portions of their life, you know? And it's not, it's not even like a thing that you do when you're in school, like people are doing it for their entire twenties into their thirties. Right. Um, and this is very New York brain, but like, a, like a really solid roommate etiquette guide would be great. Oh and, my God, it would yeah. be, and it would be nice for people to have something to default to. Um, mm-hmm. Because right now the default is like, whoever's cleaner is right. That's the default in a lot of households. Or it's majority rules if you live in a big enough household. If you live in a punk household, it's whoever's dirtiest is right. Um, Mm -hmm. Or if you live in a punk household, it's whoever has the most authentic struggle story is right. And I feel like none of these are good bases for uh, solving interpersonal conflicts. Right. And then then in some roommate situations, it's it's 
whoever gets the maddest is right. Yeah. Like in some roommate situations, it's whoever's more upset is right. But mm-hmm. you know, it would be nice to have a, a just a nice book where we could kind of help figure out these situations, right? True. Yeah. And then a, another yeah. thing, another aspect of our modern life that could really use clarity is technology use in public. What is yes. and isn't acceptable. And VR headsets, look. And by the way, this complaint was also made about pockets when pockets were um, first introduced to clothing. A lot of people were like, well, it's really rude to walk around with your hand in your pocket because we don't know if your hand is cold or if you're touching your PP. Right. People don't really care about that anymore. Maybe in a really formal situation. I don't know if you really see like King Charles, who only has three months left to live, walking around with his hand in his pockets. Mm-hmm. But VR headset? Yeah, maybe you can see what's going on. Maybe you're watching porn. Yeah. And on that note, um, there's an article that you just reminded me. Um, I read earlier from Kotaku uh, mm-hmm. titled Apple Vision Pro, not the new frontier for <laughs> masturbatory technology after all. Uh, and the oh, subhead no. is App- Apple's new virtual reality headset, which costs $3,500, sadly cannot play VR porn. Uh, well, that makes sense because they had to they had to take the porn off of Tumblr because of uh, because of Apple's rules. So Apple's mm-hmm. kind of a it, it's kind of a dignifying eyed con- company, you know. They really don't I mean, be yes, showing okay. that. So that that's fair, right? And they, and Steve Jobs did famously say um, what if- <laughs> when people asked, "Are there going to be um, porn apps on the iPhone?" He was like, "If you want porn apps, buy an Android." Um, but the thing is, it. It's a whole computer, right? Like that's me and Tim yeah. talked about it. I think the other day. No, no, I talked about it with my friend Matt. Um, but I mean, it, it's right, for thirty five hundred dollars. It fucking better be. It's a whole computer. It's not. It's not just a VR headset. That it's a that's a peripheral, and ones that are just peripherals you can use to do VR porn. You can even do like the Google Cardboard thing, where like you print off the instructions on off the internet and you fold cardboard into a thing that your phone slides into you can use that to, to, to do vr porn watching so it is strange that they just like have hobbled a feature that any vr device can do but also who gives a shit yeah i don't know like wait I, okay look i don't give a shit but i feel like if you're into vr you're also into vr porn you know? Like, taking the porn oh, no. off Tumblr was a bad idea. Not because, like, oh, well, look, you could still get porn on the Apple, on your Apple device, places other than Tumblr. But mm-hmm. the people that are into Tumblr are into Tumblr porn. You know? Yeah, I mean, it was And that's very why common, that app died. Yeah, it was very common interest among, among the Tumblr crowd. It was, very, it was a very horny social media site. It kind of, it was it a still is, but it was then, site. too. Right. And by the way, I don't know if they, I think they changed their regulations a little bit. So porn is back on Tumblr in case anyone was wondering. But yeah, no, if you're into Tumblr, you're into Tumblr porn. So why be on Tumblr? Like the point of Tumblr is like, you could go to one place, see some of the most insane political takes, see some crazy beef, or like really select it and only see like the kind of art you like. And also, you can have a side blog just for looking at porn. Mm-hmm. And you can switch between them, you know? And it's, it's perfect. Yeah. Bring it back. But unfortunately, it's really hard to advertise on a site where people, like, get canceled for stealing human bones and also post a lot of, like, pornography. Yeah, the bone theft was an incident. And then, you know, there was there's a lot of great incidents on Tumblr, man. There's there's a lot of history there. Um, the whole thing with Tumblr user Zubat and how me and my ex exposed her and her fraud. Mm. You know that whole thing? I told you that whole thing, I think. I think we've been recording for a while, so this might be a next podcast story. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's nine twenty. All right. I'm, um, getting, I'm getting a little sleepy. All right. So I guess that'll wrap us up for this week. We, we will be that. back <laughs> on 
Uh, for our Patreon subscribers, we will be back on Thursday with the East Hampton Star police logs and some other fun content. And then for everybody maybe else, Stevie will tell. Maybe Stevie will tell the Tumblr story. I might tell the Tumblr users of that t- story. Yeah. I, uh, but for everybody else, we'll see you on. Uh, we'll see you next Monday. Okay. See. See everybody later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.